0: It's another manly Monday and this manly Monday we're talking about what your anger is telling people because everybody gets angry. Not everyone expresses their anger in the same way. And I'm I'm going to try to not make this completely heteronormative. The thing is most of the advice I'm I'm seeing on on the Discord which will be opening up soon um I still need we we still need to button down a few more things with the moderators I'm, I'm waiting to hear back from a few more I will be setting that up but a lot of the advice regarding this stuff has been uh kind of heteronormative dating advice but I'm gonna try to broaden it because the, these concepts um, stay stay valid no matter what a lot of lgbtq plus people understandably have experiences with being on the receiving end of unhealthy anger so you know this applies but people don't just suddenly start noticing you when they deli- they immediately interact with you the thing about social media is that people can find you and people can see how you respond to other people and there's no right or wrong per se except you have to be prepared to own your behavior whatever way you choose to express yourself you do need to be prepared to be judged by that and I've noticed a lot of people don't quite get that that concept. You know, there's an old adage of if you want to know what a guy is like, look at how he treats his mother, look at how he treats his friends, look at how he treats strangers and really pay attention to dismissals or attempts to control people with explosions and attempts is is challenging there. Let me do the help support this channel and, and I'll get into it. Help support this channel. Become a monthly patron, patron.com slash Leanna K. Or buy a one-time Leanna Care session for someone who can use it but can't afford it, coffee.com slash Leanna K. Or help fund the men's groups, gofundme.com. Uh, getting ready to start those up too. It's going to be a big end of the month. Um, more, more on that. More on that later in the week. Um, but okay, so... Um, we live in an age where people can find out a lot about us, but we also live in an age where there are fewer social interactions before sort of close contact, meaning either online dating, uh, or uh, people seem to insta bestie lately and I don't quite get it I I've been watching you know TV shows and so many of them are just characters show up and they fuck and then they get to know each other you know or or characters show up and they they're thrust together and then they get to know each other and I, I said to somebody do people not get to know each other before they have sex anymore eddie said that based on the based on the people i know who do a lot of online dating no no they don't and i said well then people are having a lot of terrible sex then and he said based on the complaints i've heard yeah yeah they are personal boundaries are a thing and why is my nose going red damn it um sorry i've been having um some issues started last week but anyway don't mind the red nose um we all have emotions we all lose our shit sometimes what it comes down to is how we handle it and i see so many people acting out performing a perpetuation of a cycle of abuse because they had shitty male role models and then they had shitty friends, if any friends. And then they got on YouTube and started consuming Manosphere content. And that's why I started doing this content despite all the shit I take because somebody has to care enough to provide an alternative because here's the reality think of the best guy you know you know the best guy either either fictional character or um uh you know uh real person i'll use the example of kratos because you guys know i love kratos um kratos's journey is one from an angry, fucked up younger man to a reclusive older man. And I I think that the lack of social bonds was not accidental in those games because they are very smart. And the fact that they Add to Kratos' social circle and he starts opening up to his son. I mean, the last two God of War games have all been about Kratos learning to be a dad after, you know, losing his first wife and daughter to, you know, the gods took over his brain and he slaughtered his own family. Like, that takes some working through, you know. And I see a lot of myself in that character of when I was younger. For various reasons, I was very angry. I mean, part of it was I had to fight for you know physical security, and not not just at school. Um, nowhere was safe, and uh, you know then. There's a lot of mistreatment of women in journalism circles. Entertainment media, sure, but this may sound dumb, but I expected it when I was doing a show that involved, you know, six-inch heels and push-up bras and corsets. I expected to get treated like a piece of meat and get no respect, but... It was actually worse as a journalist in terms of, you know, guys, some of whom were, were, you know, outranked me sorted women into two categories, the ones they wanted to fuck and could fuck, or at least they thought they had a chance and then everybody else. And it was obvious. And unfortunately, there were some women who exploited that, um, and this was not across the board. Obviously, there were there were some very good people as well, but there were a lot. There was a lot of sniffing around. There were a lot of networking drinks I had that turned very cold the minute it became clear I was married and that that mattered. And the fact that I was married wasn't enough. It was, no, I don't cheat. Eh, You can never look at a person the same way again when they are not subtle about their reaction there, as you can imagine. That left me really angry. And I did take it out on some people that didn't deserve it. And I was seeing, I was taking out my anger on people who reminded me of someone who had hurt me or someone who had held me back instead of recognizing they didn't do it. These are surface similarities. You know, there's, there's a reason I have certain rigid rules. I, I am overall kind of thrive on chaos uh but there are certain kind of rules to the chaos kind of a batman at the core of the joker um because without them then it's just uh, you know then it's entropy instead of mischief which is why i'm so specific on definitions because the thing is when you're when you're constantly trying to do cool shit Things can go horribly wrong, and I don't want to, I don't want the mess to get on other people because I'm constantly overextended. And that was, you know, that was the ending of God of War 3 when Kratos kind of, crawls off the, you just see the trail of blood after he stabs himself to get Athena, um, to the uh, beginning of Dad of War, the game before Ragnarok. I, I wish we eventually get an interquel game because that process of burning out on rage and... Um, how he is after he's married Faye and had Atreus and all that stuff. I mean, you don't see stories about that rebuilding period because the reality is you fucked up. And some people are never going to talk to you again because you fucked up. And there's nothing you can do about that you can spend all your time spinning your wheels begging for forgiveness or you can accept the consequences and rebuild and i think it's important to apologize for the people that you sincerely thought you wronged but not for an effect just to get right is right and wrong is wrong that's one of my big rules The other is just because someone's doing it to me doesn't mean I have to do it to them. Another one is I have the right to determine how people talk to me. And you know, then it's act, don't react. And the reason these rules have to be so rigid, the reason I deny myself certain verbal cheats, like the word bitch, uh, like God there's a ton of them mansplaining I try to avoid I increasingly try to make my point without dropping an ism so instead of that's sexist that's racist that's homophobic you know I'll try to say this is what's wrong with this behavior I just find it's better it's more accurate and I get better results uh, does that take an element of self-control sure but you know it only took me getting trauma triggered while I was live tweeting E3 to learn this lesson but um and then have the tweet come back to haunt me years later as if I just said it when no no I hadn't but is that fair no do I have to live with it sure is anybody going to do that for me no and This is actually not being tough on myself. This is self-compassion, self-talk. Because you can either have an internal locus of control that you are responsible for how you react or an external locus of control, which you don't take responsibility for your reactions. And so everything's everybody's fault and everybody else's and it's not fair and everybody made you and your life's not gonna get better and you're not gonna be surrounded by good people because good people are doing the work. And part of personal responsibility involves recognizing that certain... um, you, You do start with certain disadvantages, you know? early adverse childhood experiences, so on and so forth. Acknowledging you did not have it easy and recommending that this informed some of your early behavior is extremely important. You have forgiving yourself is a big part of not continuing to be controlled by that. And so, you know, living living in poverty living in a particular kind of poverty that informed my angry responses i thought i had to make myself seem big bad and scary so that people wouldn't abuse me it only works in very very specific things when when you are trying to preserve your physical safety. You know, if somebody's got a knife and you make them think you're a psycho, that's the right time for it, right? The problem I had is when I moved up socioeconomic classes and got into, you know, where the rich people were. They they, they didn't understand the way people who came from nothing like I did, did. They're, there was a real lack of respect for each other in the upper income brackets. Why am I talking like I'm still, you know, I'm a homeowner. I I have to remember that, that I now have, um, things a lot of people don't. And did I work to get that? Sure. But you know what? I was also on television starting at, oh God, I don't remember. I started working in TV. When I was 19, I don't really remember when I was on air. Um, but uh, it, it took seven years. So 26, yeah, okay. Uh, something like that. But um, I have to keep that in mind that I'm coming from a place of relative security when people come at me. It's not the old experiences. And that is something when you have trauma that you have to be extremely conscious of. Because even if people know what you went through, your explosive anger is not their problem. Your need to blame other people is not their problem. Your waiting for somebody to come save you is not their problem. And this, again, may sound harsh, but it's not. Because what it means is you do have control over your reactions within reason, if nothing else. And people have, you have the right to judge other people. You do. This is something that, you know, learn from me so you don't have to spend a year in intense trauma therapy learning this. We judge, that's why we have judgment. If somebody seems like bad news, you don't have to give them access to you even if it's just an emotional close down, right? And we tend to make the mistake of, oh, we want to give other people the chances we got. And so we end up continuing to gravitate towards people who are not good for us and continue to abuse us. Instead of going, you know what? People had the right to judge me that way. I was an asshole. And even though I had my reasons, they didn't deserve it. So I'm not going to do that again. Does that make me a bad person? No, it made me a frightened and scared person, a hurting person, a traumatized person. But I don't have to be that forever. And the next step is recognizing that you can't control your reactions if you are Your basic human needs are not met. Proper sleep, proper food, you know, not using drugs and alcohol to self-medicate. You know, uh, I don't don't advocate total abstinence. If somebody, you know, somebody wants to have a drink or smoke a joint or something like that, and it's just a way to sort of kick back and relax or, you know, you like the taste, I'm not going to judge that wanting it and needing it aren't the same thing and that matters right acknowledging the control you do have controlling what you can control not controlling not trying to control what you can't control is really important because if you're around people you don't trust yeah you are going to keep exploding and people are eventually going to go i can't take this anymore the control is that, all right, I don't like what I'm seeing from that person. So, you know, I'm going to keep them on the 10-yard line instead of the two-yard line. Pardon the football metaphor. Um, You know, only have people close to you whenever possible that you know have your back. You know, there are... um, people who can say things to me that other people can't because I don't have to read anything into it when they do it, which is why I can have friends who have a lot of different opinions and come from a lot of different walks of life because there is trust. And we have a basic idea that if somebody says something stridently, it's just, okay, we're all kind of dramatic. and kind of latin coded. <laughs> um but uh yeah, th- there's a trust. And you can't you can't rush that and you can't fake that. That has to be mutually earned. And that comes from having rules for your own conduct and rules for how other people treat you. Because if you're blaming everybody else for your behavior in these angry outbursts that for whatever reason, people put these things online and they think people aren't putting it together, they are. It's, you know, somebody gets close enough to you, they're going to find that shitpost account unless you like shut it down and delete it forever. But they're going to find it. It's better to come clean about it and why you did it and then get rid of it because if they find it on their own trust me that's so much worse i don't do stuff like that um i think it's a bad idea because i don't want to have to i'm not a venter to begin with and it's okay if people are but i don't i don't like myself when i'm at my worst and so i go out of my way to not let myself get to my worst and that involves being an asshole sometimes and that's why it's like inner kratos you know um people can see you exploding again and again and again and It's probably because you watched dad explode or an older brother explode and you thought that's what it means to be a man. It's absolutely not. Um, You know, my youth pastor buddy, I've learned so much from him regarding how to handle people with grace because I realized, you know, he gets mad. He's just real good at not letting people show it. But he, he is pretty good at just sort of Luke Skywalkering that shit. Um, but I realized when he didn't take the bait, I respected him more. I didn't think he was weak. I didn't think people were walking all over him. I thought, as he said, you know, take the high road. We called them high road for a while because uh you know he he was clearly the best of us in that way um uh and appreciating the value in other people is the other side of being allowed to judge you know if you want the license to judge negatively It's a good idea to also judge positively when you can. Um, I go out of my way to tell people what I think they are honestly good at. Because let me tell you, there have been a lot of times where I would not have gotten down so low if I just had somebody telling me what they thought my value was. Not what I was doing wrong, not trying to help me, not trying to fix me, good God, no. What they thought my value was. That can be invaluable. People want to be around people not who never say anything bad about anything, ignoring negatives isn't being positive, but somebody who will go, you know, you're really good at this. You know, I, I said to one person, this one happened to be a she, but I said recently, you know, I know I kick your ass sometimes, but I strongly believe in you. I believe very strongly in because i do have that tendency to bite and as much as i try to prevent it it the snarl happens sometimes it's that's always going to be a part of me i have a very strong fight response and i have to accept that part of it is not let myself get worn down too much but part of it is also because i'm going to be um I'm going to have those moments. I also want people to know that I will absolutely sing their praises. I am also very, very careful to separate disagreeing with a behavior or not supporting a behavior and not supporting a person. Uh, I had to have a tough conversation with somebody over the weekend because they did content from, did content on someone who badly bullied a friend of mine. And I said to them, you know, I, I like you. I think you're a good person, but I, 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 I cannot. I am not okay with you doing this, you know. Any attention is attention, any attention is promotion. They they bullied, they're a bully. I hate bullies, I can't condone this. You know, we're still friends, but I had to say it. Um. And that's not saying they're, you know, I made a point to say you are, I think you're a good person. And it's very important to reinforce that you think someone's a good person when you think they did a bad thing. Again, people want to be around people who will not go for their throats. The only way you really get trust with someone is that when there is a disagreement, you, you're both accountable and you both pull your punches. There is no shortcut. If you're habitually exploding in anger and saying a whole bunch of things you you don't mean or even that you do that are uncharitable or unfair, after a while, even the apologies aren't going to matter. People aren't going to want to be around that. You know, it just... People have to know where the floor is. And if if you just... You know, if everything's an eight or a nine when it probably could be a two or a three, that's going to matter. And th- there's a lot of that, you know, enemies to lovers trope on TV and the trash talking and stuff like that. But I've never really found those um relationships without a lot of work and without the behavior stopping uh that they might be like fiery for a while but they don't last because you're always on eggshells around the other person love doesn't come through insults and love doesn't come from attacking the person uh as opposed to the idea and that's either in your vocabulary or it's not And that's why I work very hard to take those things out of my vocabulary because people are watching how you get angry and it's very hard to not be angry at something these days. But angry does not mean out of control. Angry doesn't mean enraged. Um... And angry doesn't mean there are no consequences to what you say when you're angry. And if you do lose it, it's very important to let a person know that you were wrong to get that upset at them. They didn't deserve it. That you didn't deserve that goes a long way. It goes a long way because we all lose it sometimes. And so many people come from a background of trauma where they were told they deserve the abuse. If you do slip and you do step into abusive language or behaviors, telling the other person it was you, it's your responsibility, here are the steps you're taking so that you don't end up there again, they did not deserve that, is incredibly, incredibly powerful and important. Owning your shit matters. And uh I'm doing this on Manly Monday instead of a wellness Wednesday because anger is often depicted as the only acceptable emotion for men and I really invite guys to get out of those brainworms because if you don't if you don't show other emotions and you don't remember that, mutual trust trust is mutually earned yeah if you don't if you don't take little risks and see if somebody is going to punish you for having an emotion other than anger you're never going to find the people who will treat you like a whole person and yeah it can be painful to find out that somebody punishes you for feeling something other than anger but it's better to find out sooner rather than later because that is just that's the kind of person they are or not it isn't oh you you got sad the wrong way you know you got scared the wrong way if you lashed out well then that's the anger again right so there are people out there and a lot of guys don't believe me about this but there are people out there who would much rather the authentic emotion instead of the anger basking. And there are people wise enough to know when it's bullshit, when someone is actually afraid and not willing to admit it because we were that person, right? Better is possible. There are people out there who will accept you when you're not okay but not angry and that's part of the reason we're building the groups and it's coming soon guys you know it's coming soon there's been some really really good conversations with with the tests um for anybody who doesn't know the patrons and the uh coffee uh ko uh supporters got access codes to discord and we've been testing it out and verifying all those members um so you know who's been verified as a real person um, But it's been really encouraging, got much bigger than I expected to. But I like the way people are having conversations. And there were a few where I was like, "Uh uh-oh, how's this going to go? But I let it go. And it worked. And I realized underlying all of it is another thing. I made a conscious choice that I was going to focus on the goodness in people without ignoring the bad. I can't take away bad people. I can kick them out of my circles. But good people have flaws, but if I believe someone is a good person, that matters. And that really helps me tamp down that fight response. So hopefully you found this useful because yeah, people are watching and your anger says a lot about you. Help support this channel. Become a monthly patron, patreon.com slash or buy a one-time Lena Care session for so many humans but can't afford it. Coffee.com slash K. Or go fund me for the meds groups. Thanks for watching, Manda Mondays.